first up, after Jacinda Ardern's announcement yesterday about mask wearing, the gangsters are going to have to trade in their bandanas and get proper masks. The future of the cottage industry of people making cute little cloth masks for people to wear is looking uncertain. They have to be proper masks, and that's if you can find them. People who are essential workers in vaccine-mandated jobs must wear medical-grade masks, and really this is where the government's going to have to come to the party and pay for them, as many of these workers are essential but low-paid. They haven't got the money to be forking out on medical-grade masks, even if they could find them. The Jacinda Ardern and Ashley Bloomfield conference gave us some broad brushstrokes about how we're going to work our way through Omicron. Right now, we're testing, tracing and isolating. For anyone who does test positive, we've been told we all have to check in. We all have to wear masks. One of the reasons we have to check in is that contact tracers will then be able to find the close contacts of any positive cases. But a newsroom story this morning shows that the contact tracing has already proved to be flawed before the system's even been put under any pressure. Matthew Scott, writing for Newsroom, says two cases in this Omicron outbreak got tests and received positive test results without hearing a whisper from the contact tracing team. The cases were an Air New Zealand worker, he writes, from the Auckland to Nelson flight and a kitchen worker at Somerset Retirement Village in Flatbush. He says the lapses run counter to government assurances towards the end of last year that contact tracing could handle the summer surge. So yeah, the contact tracing isn't in fact going to pick up every case. So as the outbreak grows, the next phase of the response would include using rats for community transmission and for critical workers so they can keep working if they're close contacts without needing to go into isolation. Grant Robertson, the Deputy PM, defended the government's decision not to push the Ministry of Health on getting more rats into the country. In a shocking narrative twist, it appears that the Ministry of Health has been slow in approving RATs to come into the country. And basically they have relied on the PCR tests and on Heather Duplessy Allen's drive show last night, Grant Robertson said the PCR tests have been able to deal with the outbreaks we've had thus far, Now there's a need for rats, well the government's ordered them and they're on their way. Plenty of organisations are already using them, and although they vary in reliability, it really is the sort of belt and braces approach we need to ensure the country doesn't become paralysed because of the requirements to self-isolate if you come into contact with COVID. So you might have heard Don Braid with Tim Dow this morning saying that the rats have proved essential in keeping the trucks on the road in Australia when they went through their Omicron outbreak. He said much the same here. If you visit a rest home, you are likely to receive a, be asked to undergo a a rat if you have come from out of the area. It's really quick, it's really easy, it's not at all painful, it's not at all invasive, and it's just that kind of belt and braces we need as we go into this. And then we've got MIQ. The government's been asked to scrap MIQ for overseas arrivals once Omicron is in the community. A report from the Auckland DHB says there will be little to no added risk to New Zealanders from overseas travellers once Omicron is circulating freely and the hotel rooms will be essential to protect families living in overcrowded homes. 
not double vaxxed and boosted people coming in from overseas. According to those who are going through MIQ, although it varies from hotel to hotel, your biggest chance of catching COVID is in these hotels. When I had family members who came through January of last year, they were tested in their rooms. Now it's a free-for-all. With every, well, according to this latest arrival from Australia, everybody's all in together, boys, this fine weather, and hoots way, and you're all milling around waiting to be tested, which seems extremely odd and not what we thought was happening. So, so many things. The, the DHBs say we need those hotel rooms for people living in overcrowded homes who cannot isolate away from family members. So that's what we need the hotel rooms for, not for the overseas travellers. So much to unpack here in the first hour. So the medical face masks, where do you stand on that? According to the experts, the cloth masks don't provide you with any degree of protection. They don't afford people near you with any degree of protection. So it's medical masks or nothing. The RATs, for those of you who are using them, the RATs, those of you who've been trying to get them into the country, how imperative is it to have that facility to be able to test your staff, to keep your business going, to keep the production lines going? And when it comes to MIQ, surely to goodness, we're going to have to give up on MIQ and as a as a means of keeping New Zealanders out of their own country. You know, if you've got Omicron circulating in the community, where is the advantage of denying New Zealanders access to their home? I know there are still a group, significant group of people who think that we need to pull up the drawbridge and stay there for the next 10 years. It is, you know, there are legal challenges underway against the government saying you simply cannot keep shutting New Zealanders out of their home for whatever reasons. Double vaxxed, boosted, negative tests, and you've got Omicron in the community. How on earth can you deny New Zealanders the right to come home?